The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. And I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. God darn right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You like that? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, I like that. It's like America. It's mm -hmm. America. It's it. Actually, to tell you too, I um, it's a blast from the past. I had to go back and uh, I was looking at some of the old stuff that we had. Let me get my let me get my mic open on straight. Um, I had to go back. You're a little low. Oh, I'm low. Testing one, two, testing. There you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I had to go back and I was taking a look at well, listening to some of the stuff that we did, and I was like, I gotta I gotta get back some of those intros. I like those intros. Go back, yeah. yeah. I like those intros. Some things stand the test of time, too. Yeah, they do. Next month we'll have Malcolm X up on there again. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and and you know what too? The you can still vote in Democrat. You're a chump. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> YouTube used to get me every time for it. Every time they used to uh, try to uh, give me some type of warnings or something. Every time I played it, but this show is being brought to you by Anthem Tax Services. Um, some of you out there may owe. Uh, on your taxes right now, and uh, they deal with those that owe $10,000 or more. They will work with you um, to the state or to the IRS. You might have a garnishment, uh, um, a levy, a lien, or, well, you don't have to go through it by yourself. You can let Anthem Tax Services talk to you um, to, and hopefully to try to get your life back. Uh, they have represented clients with over $650 million in tax liability. And as you know, you know, you know, we've been talking about on the show, but got a piece of hair in my coffee. Um, <laughs> Who's? The cat? Is it the cat? No, it's, no. It's only, it's only uh, bad if it doesn't look like your own. Then it's like, oh. Who's is it, Wayne? Wait, Who's is oh, it? Who is I'm, she? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It better not be blonde. <laughs> That was black. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, you don't have to fight the RR saloon. So uh, 
make sure that you visit taxhelpwayne.com. Taxhelpwayne.com. You can also call them at 888 521-3552. 100% money back if they don't correct your problem. Ladies and gentlemen, he ain't lying. 100% money back guarantee if they don't change your tax situation. And our listeners know this, but it is worth saying there's no shame in asking for help because the government makes the system oppressive and convoluted on purpose to make mm-hmm. sure you can't come out from under these problems. Um, I would argue that the tax system shouldn't exist at all, but if it did, it should be easy enough for every American to file on their own instead of having to file hire tax attorneys to have somebody come in and do an independent audit to make sure you're okay with the IRS. I mean, they cost you money on top of your taxes. It is a corrupt system. There's no shame in asking for help and getting yourself free of Uncle Sam's shackles because it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. So get yourself cleaned up while you can. Um, and, you know, they're they're a supporter of the show. We appreciate what they do. So it doesn't hurt to reach out to them and see what they can do for you. Exactly. Let me point uh, out just real quick, if I might. Uh, go ahead. The, the, within the last 150 years, the country's been around 350 almost, right? Within the last 100 years, 150 years, before that, there were no federal penitentiaries. You know why? Because there weren't enough federal criminals in America. This is new. If it was up to me, we would eliminate at least half of the federal crimes. Mm-hmm. There's too many crimes that are federal. That's not the, that's not letting the state handle everything that's not in the Constitution. I know. That's making, that's making the right. DOJ a behemoth government, and the government is controlled by Democrats. I'm talking about the unelected ones. Right. It's a it's a police force, a military force for them. It's like a ninety some conviction rate, ninety some percent conviction rate in federal criminal court. They have different standards of evidence than real courts. They can bust you with no evidence, folks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I mean, and, and thank you, and thank you for, um, uh, and thank you for bringing that up because you know, a whole, a whole, look, a whole lot of people don't know that, and you know, they they just blindly go around thinking that if you're wondering why these patriots that are in the gulag in Washington are pleading guilty, it's because of that, because the federal government's coming with the whole Fort Knox behind them. They Mm -hmm. don't have a spending limit. They have, they can put 150 lawyers on you and they've done it before. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it's uh, that's why they're giving it up because they tell them straight in the cell, you know, you're going to do 50 years if you don't sign this. And nobody's going to help you. Yeah. It's got to be terrifying. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and um, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Bannon, as of yet, uh, um, over the weekend, um, is saying that he is, that he wants to testify now. He wants to testify in front of um, the, uh, the, the January 6th thing. My, my only, it, well, let's see. Um, yeah, no, no, no. You know what? You know, no, I don't, I don't bite my tongue on it, so I am going to say it. My only issue with this is uh, after telling people don't watch, uh, ratings suck, uh, this whole group is lying, uh, everybody can see that it's one-sided, uh, why why even run to, to testify? I mean... Let me, let me help that one out. Yeah. Because he was, on, he was on trial. He was going on trial for contempt. And and President Trump told him he has executive privilege. Don't go. As soon as Trump saw 
that they were going forward with this criminal trial, he wrote Bannon a letter and he said, go ahead, Steve, it's off. I, I'm, you, you go, don't defend yourself. That's what I heard. Yeah. And, and the word is that the DOJ is still going to go forward with it because they're going forward with what he did with not answering the subpoena, not, not, I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with the committee is the criminal act was subpoena. So, so that, so from, but I'm, I'm hearing that the, that's still going on on Monday, next Monday. However, him doing this might reduce something, the outcome, if the DOJ accepts it. One thing I know, he's not going to turn on President Trump. And exactly, exactly. That's he's, the most, like. he's the bravest guy I've seen since President Trump. Yeah, I mean, this I, might this might actually give the hearings viewership for the first time. Well, uh, I, but ladies and gentlemen, consider this: the DOJ is going hot after this issue. But they'll turn their head when that kid Cremo shoots up a 4th of July parade, right? He was on their radar. They did nothing. Their red flag laws failed them. But they will not stop on this January 6th nonsense. They will not stop. And I think they they have uh, tunnel vision now. Tunnel vision. There's only one enemy in the United States of America, and that's the people who proudly raise the flag. That's it. That's that what it true. looks like, DOJ. That's what it looks like. And I hope... Yeah. Hey, Bannon has some big ones. He does. He's got two iron, two iron sets there. And uh, I, 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 he doesn't back down. He doesn't pull any punches. So it would be interesting to see because he has nothing to lose at this point. You know what, what Angel said about the, I'll shut up in a second. What Angel said about uh, the raising the flag and that's the enemy. The United States army has hit 40% of its recruiting goal with only three months left in the year. For only 40? Only 40%. No high school diploma or GED, no problem. Tattoos on the neck and face, no problem. Yeah, that problem is going to be handled by platoon sergeants down the line. You know, it, it, this is this is madness. The kids that- The DOD, man, is eating itself. You guys- they are. I, we laughed over the weekend, Hutch and Wayne, uh, our, our regular listeners know we're all, we're all military veterans. I just got out of active duty a year ago, um, and I was going to do the reserve program. And I told my reserve recruiter, if the vaccine and mask nonsense doesn't stop, I'm going to switch to inactive reserves. So they were supposed to do that. They were supposed to switch me to inactive reserves because I wasn't going to report for duty wearing a mask or doing the vaccine thing. I had no obligation. It's Good not an you. enlistment. Right. Thank you. It's not. So if you choose to do the reserve component when you get out of active duty, there is no contract. It's not an obligation because at the end of your enlisted service when you get a dd214 you only owe inactive time right? right right so i thought i thought last summer it was sayonara i'm gonna go off to law school i'm gonna get a job i'm gonna do this podcast thing i'm just i'm gonna do inactive reserves i'm, I'm not gonna do active reserves last week i got a certified letter in the mail giving me a letter of reprimand <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm the only person not active service that they they uh, involuntarily reassigned me because of my vaccine status and gave me a letter of reprimand, which, en which ends up on my PIF. And I just have to laugh to myself because I know the DOJ is trying to keep quiet how many people they're losing because of the vaccine, the DOD. They're trying to keep quiet how many people they're losing because of the vaccine. And that I also think that's why they can't recruit people, right? Because the DOD yeah. at this at this point in time is too woke. 
it seems anti-American when they're going through people's barracks looking for 3% paraphernalia and American flags and the Betsy Ross flag and, and all of that. <laughs> they're going after they're going after everybody, right? But then on top of that, like, come on, guys, you're so stupid. Somebody, some petty master sergeant took time to find my my mailing address to write me an LOR when I should have been long gone. He wrote this in 2022. I got an LOR written to me in my PIF for this year when I haven't been active duty since March of last year. It's wild. So anyway, my point is, is DOD, all you have to do is open your eyes and see why you can't recruit people. All you have to do is open your eyes and see. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you in the in Army, you look in the Army, the Army National Guard and the Army Reserve fired 40,000 or 60,000 60, people yesterday. Yeah, or the, over the weekend. 60,000 mm -hmm. took them off the payroll. Didn't let them go. That's but took crazy. him off the payroll. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what Jag told me. Jag told me that I'm not I'm not let go. I'm not let go. I'm just inactive. You know why? Right? Because oh, that's yeah. the that's the draft, folks. Yeah. You know, what she's oh, yeah. in, she's a drafty and doesn't even know it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I do know it. You know it, really, but uh, there's a lot of others out a there. A lot of people out there. They think they walk with their DD two fourteen and they're good yeah. to go, but you owe inactive time. That I inactive I, duty for training after the fact is replaced the draft in nineteen seventy three. You know what? I yep. couldn't wait. I mean. When, when I left, when I left in 1995, they, they had to look twice. They had to look three times to, to say, and because I was up, I, I, I did eight. I didn't have, I did four. Didn't I, I, I didn't owe anything, but they were like, so um, did you want to go into a reserve? I said, nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'm straight. You don't, don't, don't didn't they, treat, didn't they treat you like the enemy almost? Yeah. Look, look, me left, me in the chair, left, yeah. left me in the chair and walked away for about um, 30 or 40 minutes, I guess, to make me sit there to think about it, you know, whether I wanted to do it or not. And, you know, when he came back, you're like, so, so, um, we're good on the, um, the national. I said, no, I don't, I, I mean, I don't, it's time for me to go. <laughs> it's, 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 it's time for me to go. Right. I mean, I've I've done eight. Yeah, I'm I'm done. But um, yeah, the army. Um, uh, a lot of people lost their money, and it's crazy because they can't say anything because they're in the contract. And that's harder. That duty's harder than you think it is. Because these guys, for me, it wasn't because I worked for the army on the civilian side too. I had to I had to be in the reserves to keep my civilian job. Mm -hmm. But the but the kids working at the auto parts store or at the grocery store or wherever that they had to keep once the middle East wars started <clears throat> the reserves changed. It wasn't a weekend, a month and two weeks in the summer anymore. It was two weeks here, two weeks there, 30 days here. We're deploying this year, come mm -hmm. back yeah. for six months. We're deploying again. Mm -hmm. And we deployed for a year before yeah, that. And we deployed for longer than a year. Reservists. And I, I, I have a special place in my heart for the reservists because they work full-time jobs, have full-time careers, mm -hmm. and they do it as an additional duty. Yep. Oftentimes, they have to use vacation time or personal time if they have to be pulled away from work. Like my brother tried the reserves for a minute when he got out of active duty. Mm -hmm. And if your commander calls you in on a Thursday, that starts your weekend. You have to leave work, take take either unpaid time off from work, yep. or or but you have to report. So you lose weekends and you lose vacation time. It's additional on top of it. Um, so, you know, all these people who just got told by the reserves to kick rocks, we're keeping our money. I mean, they're probably in some way relieved, right? Relieved because it's one less thing they have I to do. I would be right now. One I weekend a month, yeah, yeah, yeah. Year, yeah. all of that nonsense. But the thing is, is like, those are the people that you want to serve. 
Those are right. the people you want to serve because they're willing to always go an extra mile and, and give those extra. people you're talking about those people on a Thursday, it starts the weekend. Well, guess what? When they call them in on a Wednesday, they don't even get paid. No, no. You got a staff meeting on Wednesday to make sure the weekend goes good. And you know, there ain't no pay, man. You know better than that. Come on in here. Mm -hmm. Give you yeah. a couple. And they coffee, don't care if you have a job. They don't care if you have point. family. They don't care about any of that. No. Air, look, air, um, the Air Force Reserve Angel, is super active too. I mean, they were Angel, they went with Angel, my unit. Angel might remember this, but uh, if there's a couple of words that the military, told, I mean, the Air Force told me when I got Air Force needs come first. Yep. They, I mean, they just slammed that in you. Uh, yeah, we, about anything. So if the Air Force wanted yeah. you have, to have a car, they'd issue you a car. If the Air yep. Force wanted you to have a wife, they'd issue you a wife. I mean, it's they own you, <laughs> and it's understandable. I mean, it is understandable. Yeah, we, we, we knew that going. Yeah. In, you know what I mean? It was, it was we were green, but you yeah, but you oh, ain't gotta keep slamming it over my head like that, like I'm dumb. I mean, I, I look, hey, match. I call us Joe. Mad Sergeant, I got you. I feel you. I, feel, I got you. Air Force needs to come first. That's why I'm here. But the DOD's definition of need now is a little bit insane. So that's the thing is in actual wartime, like post 9-11, okay, need, get it. Everybody was brand new to this terror theater that we were going into. That's mm -hmm. a different kind of need. Uh, but finance, needing to cut checks on the weekend or if you mop the gym, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's a job in the military. You literally wear a polo shirt and khakis. That's active duty military. And they push a mop in our gym. That's a job. So they'll describe that as an Air Force need, an Air Force need. And there's nothing that you could do about it. I mean, they have they have time. They have whole cities, whole cities now being run off of active duty people. But I'm being for real. You know, you mop a gym. I don't. I don't. Oh, right. excuse me. Do you see these nails? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no, but no, but for us. So for us, I mean, my. But that's that's what they do. That's what they do. There are some jobs. I mean, that's uh, FSS, right? FSS does all of that that support stuff. And a some of what FSS does, legitimate need. Some of the stuff that FSS does justifies the DOD budget, right? And I was in the spending side of the house. I was contracting, right? contracting we we spend every dollar you americans yeah, yeah. happily send to the irs that the dod gobbles up and every year they have to find a reason to spend billions if not trillions of dollars needlessly to justify the budget so you'll you will continue to pay taxes into the next year and the, um, the army and the air force are probably the same because the air force was born of the army yes. but if we spent ten dollars this year by god we're spending eleven dollars next year yes and and look and e and a Guess what? Don't, don't have nine. You better come up with that other two dollars. You better not or, have or nine dollars in September. That's you right. bet you they look, they give you ten dollars in um last October, but this this September coming up, you better not have nine dollars. That's right. And if you do, you better buy some stuff. Yep, what do we need? What do we need? We're gonna send some troops to needless training. We're gonna buy yep. a bunch of yep. here. Oh, okay. So a friend of mine was in the Navy and they, they were, I got one too. They, I got, I got a couple of stories, but a friend of mine was in the Navy. They were out to sea. Okay. They were out to sea, but they were called. So for, for you guys who don't know in the audience, the fiscal year for the military is September 30th at, a, at 11 59. Once the clock yep. turns midnight, it's a brand new fiscal year. You can't spend that money anymore. That money is poof gone. Right. right? So they have to spend it. So people like me, the folks who actually do the spending, contracts people, we stay on call because 
these commanders and and NCOICs, they'll come up with how to spend this money right up until the last minute. So they're out to sea on an aircraft carrier. They still have money in their budget that they hadn't spent yet. And a call came down, you need to spend now because we can't lose the money in our budget for next year. So what did they do? They bought, ready for this, pallets and pallets of number two pencils. They bought pallets and pallets of number two pencils because they needed to spend the money and they needed to spend it fast. And then they paid to have the number two pencils shipped out to the aircraft carrier. But then as soon as they got them, they didn't need the weight. So they dumped them overboard. Jesus. And don't think that there aren't companies that are (laughs) fluent in this. Uh These these civilian companies that provide the $500 hammer are out there in September. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're coming to your base. The coffee you know, cup holders that cost $30,000. Oh yeah. $30,000. Yeah. They're coming with, they're coming right to your office too. We and got, we to have steaks and, and burgers and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh man. How many barbecues do you get? Well, yeah. Um, on Friday, um, we're going to barbecue for the whole, uh, for the whole, um, squadron. And you look at the people that are in charge, the officers in charge of those contracting cells, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and change this guy up. They're going to eat him up. They're going to put a cold cut tray in front of him, and he's buying everything. <laughs> Guaranteed. You know, I remember I was in an equipment repair, and the class, the army, the the government has classes of supply, right? And my expertise was class nine repair parts, right? And I had a million dollars, and the reservists. We're not buying parts to put on their vehicles. So I had this excess surplus and my boss comes down and said, you got about six hours to spend that. And I was like, damn, yep. major, what are we going to do? You know what he did? He found something obscure that was class nine and all our reserve centers have top of the line arms rooms in them, you know, secure places to hold our weapons. They bought arms racks for every one of these centers because they were class- a million dollars worth of stuff. No unit wanted. Wow. You know, it's like, you got to be kidding me. You got to get off of this kick. It's if we don't spend eight. so much, so what? Yeah. Charlene just said. Uh, Charlene, yeah, I was going to say can that. You, can you give the pencils to the kids? No, because no. they don't want the kids to learn anything in the first place. Plus, there's probably some I love, law yeah. against it. There are laws against it. So yeah. the laws are, so each year when Congress passes their budget, it goes through OMB, right? And OMB decides what color the money is. And Officer the different color. budget. Yeah, the, di- mm-hmm. the different colors of money can only be spent in very specific ways. So the DOD cannot share and would never share with the, with the Department of Education. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. DOD is the darling child. They will never share. You know how they share? They make us military members volunteer in uniform to go out and help those kids. That's what they do. They send us out there. That's when they share. They share the military members. They make us go out there, wave to the kids and do all that stuff. But that's only for for PR purposes. Um, I really wish the American people knew the amount of astronomical, uh, wasteful spending that happens in the Department of Defense at at every level. I'll tell you something about that, too. Right before I was getting out, we admitted we don't know how much money we spent. I bet. Don't know where it went. Don't have any idea. I'm just, I'm calling up to the office and if they make me make a mipper or something like that, we'll do that. But you know, it's uh they created a brand new system because of that. Cause they couldn't tell DOD as a whole had no idea. Well, you know, it's all splintered. That's, but then again, that's the way that our government is. They, for I mean, and I, and have gotten away with it for a long time. 
but the way that they do these omnibus bills and the way that they do the spend the omnibus bills, the spending bills, and then they have another bill that comes up right after that. They do it all in a row and they just don't have they don't have any accountants up there. They don't have anybody up there to say they uh, haven't gone through the budget process since George W. Bush's first right. couple of years. Yeah, right. that's what I was I mean, going to address was Ricardo's comment. Yeah, yeah, Ricardo's comment. So, Ricardo, every year Congress comes up with spending. They come up with spending, right? With spending. So they, give, they give everybody what they can spend, right? And it's I could go to jail if I spend incorrectly because I was oh, one yeah. of the people directly in charge of spending. However, other people aren't held to that same standard. It depends on how lowly you are. It depends on what stripe mm. you have on your shoulder. Uh, but Congress has never balanced their budget. That's different. <laughs> they have never mm. balanced their budget. So what we have to do, right? So every military unit submits up to their chain of command all the way up what they need for that year. That person then kisses the butt of people in Congress to please beg. They hold out the can. Can we please have? DOD's always first in line. They always get everything they want, almost without question at all from both sides of the house because One of President they know Trump's biggest mistakes, by the way. Yeah. 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 Right. Because you don't want to seem anti. Right. Right. If anybody tries to cut military spending, they seem anti-troop. Yeah. So oh, that's man. where, that's where it's the third rail. Neither party will touch it. You're anti-military if you touch their budget. So they just continue this corrupt spending spree that they're on. Ladies and gentlemen, every time there's a change in command, which happens every three years, typically that new commander gets a brand new, decorated office executive furniture but hundreds then, of thousands you know, of dollars every three years every commander every change in command I don't, I don't know about the air force but in the army when you get promoted to one star general you get a free pistol for the rest of your life too <laughs> yeah you know you know how you know how you say that um like the military gets theirs the 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 other shoe and this is where they play footsie is the other shoe I, the other money goes toward education or is supposed to be going toward education and, and, and infrastructure. Teachers Where, and, is what it really and, right. and that money never, ever gets there, but that's where the money is supposed to go. If we're going to give you this much money for the military, then you're going to give us this much money for, for education and infrastructure yeah, or something. Yeah. Or, or, or something over here right. that is always going there. And, 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 you could probably go all the way back to, or at least I remember it, remember it going all the way back to Clinton. Every year, well, every pre, every president, and I even think it happened under Trump, but nobody really said anything about it. But um, they lose like they lose six hundred or seven hundred billion dollars, and nobody know where it goes. I believe that they report like um like the day before nine eleven. Uh, Cheney or somebody came out and said that they had lost 600 or 700 billion dollars or whatnot. And then the next day it was not. It ended up in the trillions overall, didn't it? I think it ended up, somebody posted in the comments have. here, it ended it up in the trillions. Yeah. Here's why. That's why I believe. They lose it. Yes. They literally, ladies and gentlemen, think about how much, how much you could do in your life if the IRS didn't take your taxes. Think about how much you could do with it. The government just loses it. And then demands you give them more or you go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me this is know, why something I else believe about that. Something yeah. else about that, Angel. You know, they've brainwashed they're so brilliant. These people, Woodrow Wilson was brilliant with his taxes and the social security and everything else because people are now conditioned that when you get a job for $14 an hour at Burger King, 
and you get ten dollars, that's okay. Right. Yeah, you take home ten. Hey, that's a win. Yeah, win. Right. I'm making ten dollars, not seven. I'm making yeah. ten. I remember when Obama was president. I was working hard. I was I was a, a general manager um, in Boston, and I had just gotten a promotion to a larger location, higher dollar value. I got a pay increase. I was so excited. Obama's tax increase kicked in just as my promotion kicked in. I lost money. I lost money. Yeah. I went into That's the next bracket, which bumped me down yeah. poorer than I was before I took the promotion. With it's, this inflation, that's that's what's happening to these people now. And and the freaking government and the experts are saying it's we have to bring the wages down. Mm-hmm. It's, what, what do you mean bring the wages? Well, they're $14 an hour at Burger King. Yeah, but the dollar's not worth a snot. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like it was back when it was $10. I mean, they lost money on the low and how end. does it? How does it incentivize uh, bringing leadership qualities to the fore if you know taking a promotion gives you an actual pay cut? Like that's, you know, that's how sick this is. Not to mention, we look, this is why I believe they should make election day the day after tax day. Election day should be April hey, 16th. That's good you should file, that's get good, good and angry. Or, hey, make April 15th election day. File your taxes or, and go straight to the polls. Or they eliminate Eliminate withholding. Mm-hmm. Eliminate yeah. withholding. Make everybody yeah. write a check. Yeah, yeah. come and, and the get it. The government changes over one year. The government <laughs> will change. Come and get it, IRS. Come and get it. That's what it should be. <laughs> oh That's another God. one of those brilliant things these communists did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what, too, they they have had. <laughs> I know it's crazy. They got, they got people so <laughs> jacked up that they get happy they're getting a refund, man. Yeah, That's yeah, part of their, yeah. It's part of their life. When 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 refund day comes, when the government gives you back that ta- that interest free loan you gave them, they think that that's money that they get. I look, the government gives me five hundred dollars. Oh my god, we going shopping? Yeah, you know, they, they take fifty this- bucks, they spend it on on <laughs> dumping weapons in Afghanistan, and they give you twenty five cents back and say keep the change. That's yeah. what they did. That's what mm-hmm. they did. Well, and you know, I just to reiterate, we haven't had a budget process which is in the Constitution. Since George W. Bush, man, yeah. we haven't had yeah. one. The word omnibus should make you terrified because right. omnibus means every damn thing. Yes, yes. And 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 I still go back to what they did to Trump in 10 and in, in, um, in 10 months. In 10 months, the Republican leadership put two two omnibus bills and pissed President Trump off. Paul Ryan has pissed him off. He said, I'm never signing another trillion dollars omnibus bill. Ten months. They gave him two omnibus bills. They they never even did that to a Democrat. Never even tried the budget process. They never did. I mean, and and they gave him two. They gave him one and then uh, four, four or five months later, and they turned around and did it again before October, before before the fiscal year. Um, was over. They did it again. To- total close to three trillion dollars. Ten months into President Trump's um, first term, all already down three trillion dollars because of the omnibus bill, and that yeah. didn't have you know. And out, man, I was so pissed off. And Just for our younger younger members of the audience that don't remember before George W. Bush, yeah. it used to be drama central. It used to be every single federal agency had to make its case to Congress, to the House, 
and the house would would hear the arguments and go back and forth and then it would go to this they would put something together with all the agencies it took months mm-hmm. and it was the biggest job they had i think that's why they stopped to. doing it yeah and yeah. then it went to the senate and they came up with something and then they had a committee mm-hmm. i forget what it's called but they had this conference committee i think and they would sit there and they would democrats or i mean rather senators and representatives would figure out what they could both vote for and then that would go to the president and that would be your budget. Right. And we haven't done that. So therefore the reason, the, the biggest thing that's bad about that is we don't know what the hell these agencies are doing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling you that the department of agriculture's budget is 80% food stamps. You know, that's the department of agriculture as our food processing plants are burning down 80% of their job is food stamps. And, and let me tell you something else about the agencies. And Thomas Sowell taught me this. If it's 80% of the budget, nothing is ever going to happen to curtail food stamps by that agency because that's their yeah. milk and butter right there, their I, bread and butter. When was this again? You said um, Bush? Yeah, the Bush years. George, George W. Bush, I think, I don't even know if he did a budget. But if he did, it was the last one because Obama didn't do any. And Bush didn't do a bunch of them at the end. The reason why I say that is because the line, you remember in line, I didn't veto. Remember yeah. that touch? Um, Angel. That was for uh, all bills. It was for all bills. Yeah. That's when you go through, the president had the ability to go through. Big Sharpie. You know, yeah, but did it ever pass? Well, the Supreme Court ruled that it was un- unconstitutional. To and they do it or to not do it? To Judge Thomas Hogan of the United States Supreme Court. Well, in Colombia. To, to, to line strike from the budget? Yeah. It was unconstitutional for the president to line strike from the budget? Declared the law unconstitutional on February 12, 1998. Why? The president has veto power. He can veto anything that comes up from from Congress. But so you should think he would be able to veto line by line. This is how they get through, get these, this is why they create these thousand page bills. Yeah. Because yeah. they call the bill saving America's gun laws, and then they put 32 things in there that are about public libraries or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All kinds of pork gets packed in there. Yeah. Uh, in the United States government, the line item veto is the right of the chief executive to nullify or cancel individual provision bills, usually budget appropriation bills, without vetoing the whole bill. However, uh, that's um, how long they haven't been doing budgets. I exactly almost forgot right. about this. Yeah. <laughs> this used to be a big deal. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Constitution's present clause cited by the Supreme Court spelled out the basic legislative process by declaring that any bill before being presented to the president for the second must, must have passed by the Senate and the state. In using line item veto to delete individual measures, the president is actually amending bills, a legislative power granted exclusively to Congress by the Constitution, the court ruled. But we need to that, hit the reset button. Reset, redo. But that was his but that was his power anyway in the world of checks and balances. And that's why I said that our government has gotten rid of checks and balances. That's the checks and balances that the a president would have over an out of control Congress. But the, if you don't do the budget None of us know what they're spending the money on. Right. And none of we us know, know what's getting what, spent. Right. Right. 
but it's, you know, I mean, you know, I looked at something different and I'm kind of dumb. I, I should have picked this up immediately and maybe everybody else did, but I'm thinking about this with this new Hunter Biden thing coming out and I'm thinking oh. about all the stuff that they did. And then I started thinking, damn, these billions are payback for that. Yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. And I never, I never thought of that. I mean, I like, I saw it, yeah. but I looked at it as like a federal government thing. And then last night, I was reading these things my buddy sent me about this laptop, and I'm going, holy smoke, did they get paid? Mm-hmm. Biden got paid a million, and they got $40 billion. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet he got some of that, too. And he's still sending, and he's still sending money yeah, on Yeah, more today. He's still sending, what, what, $400 mi- million? Hey, million, yeah. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and what about what about our oil reserves that went to China oh, to Hunter's oh. Hunter's company? Guys, they're mm-hmm. doing it out in the open. I'm so, hey, yeah. props to whoever mm-hmm. in 4chan. Whoever in Fortune right. hacked Hunter's cloud, nah. Yeah, we need yeah, more yeah. of that. We need more of that because the DOJ isn't doing their job. The DOJ <laughs> you see what he referred to his dad as? Yeah, yeah. Pedo Peter. Yeah. His own. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. He I, I did. saw. I saw what he referred to Jill as, and I was no, like, I'm oh, not going to say that God. word. I don't use that. Yeah. Word. <laughs> he called her. I got to be drunk to use that word. I ain't. <laughs> That's. But no. yeah, I mean. Wait a minute, hold on. You can expect that for for somebody to say that about stepmoms, but. (laughs) Wow. I mean, some of the things. And, and, you know, another harsh reality about this is he's been caught several times. Oh! right? Yeah. Oh, Wayne just Uh, looked up. So he called her, it sounds like, runt. She's a a silly, uh, what is it, a silly... I forget the rest. Something uh, but, entitled. He called her like a lazy an entitled, entitled. Entitled runt. Yeah. Runs see you. Runs. Somebody told me, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. silly, selfish, that word. Yeah. Oh, boy. Damn. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't catch that he called Joe Pedo Peter. Yeah. If you look at the list of different files, my buddy oh told my me God. that's what he called his dad. He knows his father is a pedophile. He probably hit I him mean, first. I mean, I listened to a a Glenn Beck podcast a couple of months ago about an investigative journalist who dug deep into the Biden family. And after Biden's wife and uh, daughter were killed in a car accident, Biden sent Bo and Hunter to live with his sister so he could pursue a political career. So Biden was like, sayonara, no more dad duties for me and like left them to their own devices and only used them as political props when he needed them. So not justifying what Hunter has done since then, but that kind of stuff makes a wacko, a wacko come to the fore, you know? So, uh, so he was discarded by his own father and uh, probably has a lot of pent up anger and resentment. I think Joe has been trying to keep him quiet from then on. Plus his, is- his son, Bo was the eye, light of his eye. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't. Hunter. Oh yeah. Whenever he talks about how proud he is of his son's military service, he's not talking about Hunter. He's no. talking about both. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what, too? Now, I mean, now, I can see why he said what he said about Jill, because we've been trying to tell everybody about Jill in the first place. So Hunter just basically confirmed that. But for him to say that about Jill, <laughs> she she has she's been doing some stuff to to both Joe and Hunter, where he probably feels that she separated him from her 
from the dead. And that's because this right here, this is some crazy stuff, man. <laughs> I, 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 I had to put it I up could, there. I, yeah, I had to put it up there. I, I could have never replaced my mom with somebody else. I think that's kind of natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. If that's why they always say like evil stepmother and stuff like that. I'm sure he had his resentment. This woman coming in, yeah. welcome into Joe's home, right? When Hunter and Bo were not, right? Mm -hmm. so and they just smeared the guy that hit Joe by or his first wife's car and, and made him into a DUI drunk driver that he never did. And he carried that to his grave, man. I mean, the guy's an evil prick. He is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and a racist. Uh, and I hope, hey, just to circle back to what we started, we went way, way off the rails, which I love. This show those is the best, good those are the best shows. But I do, I do <laughs> hope Bannon somehow, I, I do hope Bannon somehow, while he has the world looking at him, every spotlight on the in the world pointed right at him. I do hope somehow he works this into it. <laughs> hey, I Steve, do hope somehow. Steve, get, get a haircut, man, before you go. Kind of shave a little bit. Yeah, but no, um, I mean, well, I mean, and 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 for everybody, before everybody gets crazy and says that the gender, I mean, the committee doesn't want. I mean, because they probably, they probably do want him to to do this because they want to make him look bad. Even though he is going to go up there and try to make them look bad, he, I mean, they want to try to make him look bad. But I want to watch. I want to watch that. They're outgunned. For for everybody. For everybody, uh, because if you look at his wording, his wording right, he, he wants to testify publicly. They're going a to put him, TV. they're going to probably offer him first behind closed doors because that's where everybody seems Heels, to Heels, have Heels. testified. So if that happens, don't say, well, they don't want to testify. No, that's, that's what they've been doing to everybody. It's just whether he is just going to, okay, yeah, I testify that as long as you put me publicly. Because if he testifies publicly based on that deposition, I think that would be the first person that I have seen from Trump's side that's able to sit there and answer questions from a deposition to clear everything out so that they aren't painting pictures. Because from day one, they've been just showing people from uh, Ivanka, uh, uh, her husband and all that, they've just been showing them and and the people ain't there to respond. They're not there to clarify, to explain why they said this and why they said that, you know, but if Steve is there to explain, yeah, I said that yesterday and I'll tell you why. Such and such and such and such and such. And and it was stolen. Beep, 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 beep. If he's smart, if he's smart, he'll plug. If he's smart, he'll plug his podcast too, right? Because then yeah, yeah, yeah. he he can drive people drive people to hear the real scoop behind it. Because here's the thing: the January sixth hearings haven't pulled well anywhere except for Washington D.C. Right. Americans whoa, are sick whoa. and tired. Whoa. No, this this came out two weeks ago that the average American doesn't care about January sixth. They care about prices at the gas pump. They care about the economy and they care right. about the border. So well, the fact that they I've keep seeing, stomping this, but I've been seeing it. More Republicans are watching it than never Democrats. Trumpers, never Trumpers. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. and course. McCarthy's and, and and Bill Crystal's and that. Yeah, but you guys, then, you guys have to remember January. And then get 6th, out and push out DeSantis. But um, right. January sixth was to certify an election of a president who now sits at a twenty nine percent approval rating. 
where the vast majority of Americans believe he did not win the election. We have two states moving to decertify their election for Joe Biden. So Democrats are just plain stupid if they're pushing this right now. Uh, and if, if they have Bannon on, they, I mean, they're just shooting themselves in the foot and reloading faster than any moron I've ever seen. Um, drop and I box, welcome drop it. boxes are illegal in Wisconsin now. Yeah, so they're they're pushing to decertify. Arizona's pushing to decertify. I mean, this is this is beautiful. Oh, Grab your popcorn. Kind and of Herschel stuff. Walker closed the gap with Warnock in Georgia. By the way, I saw that. Interesting. But interesting. But then again, it's. I mean, if the poll was from a conservative thing, I I, I understand that too. Uh, but going back to the Hunter Biden thing, Steve Deese said, "Let's be serious about the Hunter Biden leak for a second. The amount of actual blackmail material here is one of the most serious national security risks yep. in recent memory, considering who his father is. This isn't blue so that's since before the election. This, mm -hmm. this isn't blue anon." MSNBC P tape fantasy stuff. This stuff is real life. Damn right it is. And it's common knowledge, yeah. And, and look where but, we're gone. We're letting our military get destroyed. Yeah. We're letting our young men get destroyed. I mean, we're letting our farmland get destroyed, our food processing. Almost like it's oil. by design. It's every damn thing. And it's all about that. When you said when you said that you just well, not just, but when it kind of clicked about Ukraine and stuff, I had been thinking and then just let it go. That I, damn, did uh, wasn't he over there joking with the Ukrainians and stuff? And you know, back there in the day, I was like, wasn't he joking with them and say, well, I told them to fire such and such? That wasn't in Russia. Or they that weren't getting the Ukraine, money. Yeah, that, that was in Ukraine. The, the old president. Hey, mm -hmm. Exactly. And he goes and puts all those sanctions on Russia, shuts yep. all of our oil down. And I told you last week about Putin telling them they had six days. Guess what? Russian gas pipelines shut down. Mm -hmm. For annual maintenance, Germany wonders whether it will ever turn on again. Right. That is a precursor <laughs> to World War Three, folks. Yeah, that yeah. Is a precursor to war. And I saw, and I saw something last week. They were like, Germany will come around after a couple of months of <laughs> burning fire logs. You know, I mean, because ladies and gentlemen, it gets cold. It get, I think, it gets more cold over there than it does here. And it's not just the home heat. Will Germany it's come industry. around, or will they switch sides? It's their industry. <laughs> it's not. They've done it before. Right. Like, you know I mean, I mean, Germany, not too long ago. I mean, literally, we talked about oh, the Klaus Schwab. He's, Klaus Schwab's the head of the WE. Oh, okay. That's not, <laughs> that's a coincidence. That's just earlier. We talked about the birth of the Air Force. The Air Force was born out of Germany's last shenanigans, uh, oh, yeah. which was what, 70 something years ago? Not too long ago. I mean, it's, right. it's not long history. They I could easily, through. easily switch sides for a deal in, in energy. You I look like, at the Chinese thing and look at Abe Shinzo, Shinzo Abe. I mean, he gets murdered and the freaking Democrat Party praises it. You know, they come out and they call him a, a radical right wing populist conservative. Da 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 da. It's like uh this this all makes sense to me, man. I mean, it should to everybody in this audience. China's running the United States of America. <laughs> the, fa is. the fact is. look, I'm glad you brought up yeah, China no, again. I, 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 know, I, agree, I, agree. I know I already mentioned it, but I the fact that it's just a headline and nobody cares that Joe Biden gave them what a million dollars worth of our reserves to China, the company that that Hunter still has taken ownership in. They're, they're doing it. They're doing it in broad daylight. Our reserves, the stuff our that military, like, our freaking military. The pan. We need it. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The first thing China's going to do when they invade the United States, they're going to freaking drill. 
that's yeah, the first that's all, thing they want to do. That's all America is good for to them. Our natural resources right. is all they care about. That's all they care about. Did you hear? Did you hear that Putin Putin wants Alaska back? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, hey. that that it's, they're talking uh, about. If we keep up our shenanigans, they're just gonna take Alaska back. And I I was reading that and I was like <laughs> Alaska. That's not that's not out of the realm of possibility. And and I had to go. They'd and have better luck. Story. I will say they'll have better luck taking. We'll give them California. They can have California. Yeah, they, they can have it. Take it. Yeah. We'll build, yeah. we'll, they can we'll have California. Wall. We'll, Good luck trying we'll build to take a Alaska. Wall. We'll build the yeah. Western Wall. Yeah, you could you could actually just take California. Um, yeah. We'll keep Alaska. Thank you very much. We'll build a wall. But you okay. know what? I I had to go back and I. I was like, Alaska belonged to Russia. And and after going back and checking in some things, they sold it. They sold it. They sold Alaska to the United States. I'm like, oh, it really did belong to you. Damn, I didn't know that. You know, you want to know some some a funnier sale than that? After they sold New Orleans and Louisiana, the French were in the back room going, <laughs> they bought that stuff. <laughs> they just bought land that's lower than sea level. <laughs> yeah, that. Big old dip, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, many people look at that and like, how in the hell? Man, I went to New Orleans one time. There's no question. When you go there, you're driving up here by the lake. Then all of a sudden, you get on the exit to New Orleans. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Oh, my California listeners are mad that I said they can have California. Fix it. You know what, California? Defend yourself, then. <laughs> come on, come on! You're a drain on the rest of the country. Fix you're, like, it. you're like that millstone around our neck. Come do you guys see. follow? Do you guys follow the social media page, uh, Street People of California? No, but I, that there is oh, such a page man. says volumes. Oh my gosh! The children stepping off the bus. Did you oh, guys I see saw that? that. Kids, oh, kids getting that. off the school bus, and the teachers like, "Goodbye, kids. Be safe. San Walk Francisco, home safe." And yeah. they're walking through like a junky minefield. They pan right? the camera, and it's like a thousand freaking slugs on the street. It's, it's disgusting. disgusting, and they're all flipping off the camera. They're all shooting up in broad daylight. And look, I know California, you're going to say, well, that's in the cities. That's not us. And I understand cities destroy every single state. I understand that. But you're, you have quite a few cities scattered throughout the entire state that's ruining mm-hmm. the state from, from top to tail. From top to tail. I mean, you got your, your northwest corner all the way down to Baja completely ruined. Completely ruined. And your governor is grabbing your guns forcing you into i mean you, you guys are worse than greece to the european union that's how bad it is check this out you're not and they're not alone i want to say new, new york and pennsylvania and michigan and illinois yeah. have some sure they're all not too far too. behind but california i want to say i want to give you i want to give you a little funny because um over the weekend i was watching um um tribal indian people eat texas barbecue for the first time <laughs> and uh oh they loved it they they loved it, but um, they, I mean, they really, really love Texas barbecue. But um, one of the people, one of the people that was documenting said, you know, Texas is the size of two Germanys. And, and the tribal person were like, um, how did that happen? Uh, Germany captured the whole world. How did it shrink? <laughs> you know, I was like, well, damn. I mean, I mean, for, for them to have, for them to have that, uh, I, and and I, I know, I know, I know, I, I went crazy, but I'm just trying to remember everything that happened over the weekend, uh, which means a lot happened this 
weekend. A we lot. were talking about, we were briefly talking about Elon Musk and Twitter. Uh, and uh, I mean, for me, I've had my thinking about what Elon was doing with, was doing. Uh, many people on our side believed that he really wanted to buy Twitter and that he wanted to make the changes. And, and, you know, we look, we all don't have to agree on everything. We really don't. And when he pulled out, I was like, I kind of knew he was going to pull out on it. Uh, and, but with the, um, with Twitter hiring whoever they were hiring, I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to, they're going to join that thing. Now, um, Hutch and Angel, a lot of people say, yeah, but now we get to see Discovery. Discovery, we get to see everything that Twitter was hiding and everything. I'm like, oh, okay. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what um, the, certain people were speculating from the beginning when Elon made this this offer. Because Elon, from the very beginning, was talking about the bots on Twitter um, and how they were cooking their books After with, with it, fake yeah. accounts with fake accounts. Well, he had made comments even leading up to it. Um, and so mm. like an inspection on a house that you're about to buy, he found a lot of problems, right? You kick the tires and you find out, what was it? 30% were fake users on Twitter. After so highly overvalued, yeah. highly overvalued. And so, yeah, he pulled out. But I think a lot of people were speculating that he was doing this to force Twitter to expose how bad it was because most of the, if you have a third of them being fake accounts and the rest of them are being censored, then they are truly pumping out propaganda. Truly. But you know what, too? Um, I was talking, so there, was, there was a sneaking was suspicion talking. that that's what Elon was trying to expose, although I would argue he's not a constitutionalist. He likes free speech, but he also likes the socialism. Um, and he's so, an African-American. You know, he's, not, he's not on anybody's one side. He does disagree with, uh, with overpopulation, right? He does disagree President with that, Trump but he also... Benefits from, from going green. President stuff, Trump yeah. called him out because you know President Trump saw. I mean, President Trump saw what other people saw, and President Trump said that he saw the contract. He's like, "Oh, the contract sucked. Yeah. The contract sucked." So, but um, in in looking in looking at, uh, I was talking to a, a, a legal person over the weekend, and they sort of took the same thing. Well, you know, you you signed the contract, and then you kicked the tires, and try to look under the hood and stuff. I was like. Well, when you go and buy a car, you kick the tires and you look under the hood before you sign the contract. So, but when you buy well, a house, he asked for the before you he buy asked it. for the bought that and they wouldn't give it to him, right? Yeah. But when you do that, no, after after he did that, after he signed the contract, then he asked. But when you buy a house, uh, it's contingent on the inspection, right? It's contingent. That's what this was. It was contingent. It was contingent. He did make it contingent because he said when he made the offer, he wanted to know how many bots were in there before he closed on it. He hadn't he closed on say, it. It's not he like he was say. buying it. He made an offer, an in good faith offer, but it did depend on how many bots was on there, which is why they did the audit. But the basically, audit. but what and I'm hearing, I just want to point out what Ricardo just said about overpriced stocks. That that right there. That's the thing. That's the thing. Stockholders are now going to be pissed to find out. That thirty percent of what they're holding is air. It's fake. There's people in Florida that their pensions are on that are invested in that. Yeah, but they can, but yeah. they can also sue him. They can also sue Elon because he tr he but he kept trashing the the place that he was trying to buy. The, he kept trashing beautiful. it on a daily basis. Oh, that I love it. The stocks were falling. So, yeah. so they thank can you, sue Elon. him for that. 
Thank you, Elon. Thank you, Elon. You know, yeah. whether, whether you buy the damn thing or not, I couldn't care less. But thank oh. you for delegitimizing them. Yeah. And yeah. when you look at when you look at President it's Trump's involvement, when you look him. at President Trump's involvement, you got to keep in mind President Trump owns True Social, mm-hmm. the competitor, the yeah. competitor, the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the hostile takeover platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But believe it's wrong. I'm just saying you got to keep that in the conversation. Yeah, disclosure. Right. Yeah, you have to keep it honest. I, I just honestly, let's see, how, how much is Twitter worth? It does not want to buy it. Uh, I just, I just think that you, you just don't want to buy a lemon. I don't care if you're a billionaire a hundred trillion times over. If you see something ain't working and you seen, you seen a whole lot of slop, you don't want it. So yeah, don't, you, so don't put the name on it. Exactly. You want to expose them, expose them somewhere else, but don't put your. I mean, but hey. then again, well, hey, if, you, if, if you go to way. buy it that worked. car, it worked. If you go, yeah, if you go to buy a car, you go to buy a car, and it says that it has fifteen thousand miles on the odometer. You take it to have the inspection done, and they say actually the odometer was rolled back. Right. That's exactly what Twitter just did. That's exactly what Twitter just did. They have fake numbers. Wait a minute, hold on, hold They're on. They're fudging the numbers on the odometer. When are, you telling, when are you telling me that the odometer was turned back? Before I signed the contract or after? Here's what I'll say. It doesn't matter legally. No, legally, it does. Whether you catch it before or after, if you find out that they rolled back that odometer back, they broke the law, which is exactly what Twitter did. It's fake just, numbers. It's read, fake numbers that they can't lay claim to. And it also, it also like, will screw numbers, right? over their advertisers. You're about, right. You're talking about the bots. You're coming from that position. Twitter's yep. coming, but Twitter's coming from another position. Now, the um, in reading from, CN, from, CN, from reading from CNBC, there's only been one case, one case that the, um, that the person buying was able to get out of the contract. There's only been one case, uh, and I thought I had it out here, and I don't. But um, if I find it, if I find it t- tonight or tomorrow, then I'll send it to you. But there's only been one case, so Elon's chances of not getting it—I mean, it looks like it's going to be his. It looks like he's going to get this bag of lemons. Now, what do you might plan- be able to negotiate the price way down? I mean, it might what be an actual market value, which would be hilarious. Yeah, I hilarious. mean, hilarious. He wanted to buy it at fifty-two dollars a share. I think it's at thirty. It's at there. It is. Share the show, ladies it's and gentlemen. At, if you enjoy it, thirty-three. Sure it's at 33 now. Yeah. He wanted to buy it. He, that sounds about he, right. Cause that's a third of the value knocked off. He want, which is he a third wanted of buy, so, so he's getting a broken company at a share I mean, at this. Now, one of the biggest things before we go is that when he pulled out, Tesla shares went up. And I think that for me, I figured he wants to um, patch up what is happening over there. Cause he laid thousands of people. Yeah, he did. He, I mean, he, I mean, his company, because the product sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It, Those I mean, batteries and, catch on fire, man. They will burn right. a hole through the earth before you can put them out. And guess what? You can't make them here because the EPA won't let you mine for them here. It's all coming from the CCP. Yeah. 
Yep. And they mine. Who's taking over the world to make the mines. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't send their ambassadors. They send send their infantry, not their ambassador. Mm -hmm. And who does the chips? South Korea or North Korea? I I don't know. Somebody over there does some chips. I'm sure. You know, but yeah. Um, Yeah. Ricardo, he was originally going to buy uh, Twitter for 44 million. Or 44 billion. Right. Forty four billion was what he was originally going to purchase for. That's what the offer was. But now the market value is somewhere in the 30s, which which tracks. Right. That tracks with the, well, the share price. The share price was 48 when he came to the table and said that he would pay 52. At yeah. 52 dollars a share, it was at yeah. 48 and now it's at 33. So. All right. Last thoughts. It is a Monday. So, yeah, it is a Monday, but we're getting ready to chomp on out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm Wayne Dupree. This is the Wayne Dupree Podcast, along with the Godfather Conservative. I didn't even say that. Again, I didn't. Godfather Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. and the Angel of the Airwaves, Ms. Angel Fleming. Let's go to our last thoughts. I can't believe this hour flew by. This was a fast hour. We hit the ground running today. Um, if you guys notice, right, we did. Do you guys notice my connection is better. I got new fi- new Wi-Fi installed. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. it is. So, it is better. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. lagging, no weird. I don't know when to jump in because you guys are talking ten seconds after I can hear you. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I've I've joined the 21st century and I have uh, Wi-Fi now that works. That's good. But I do love you all. Um, God bless every single one of you. Let's take it one day at a time. Uh, change your neighborhood with your, each engagement with the neighbor, one person at a time. Don't take off any big bites, just little baby steps, but keep it positive. Don't beat yourself up. Uh, challenge yourself each and every day, and we'll catch you tomorrow at lunch. One day at a time, one day, one at, day at a time. Go whop over you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't uh, intentionally interrupting Angel. Uh, I, I really wasn't. No, we, we couldn't catch each other. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we got to be prepared for what's coming. I went, I started canning over the weekend. I canned some beans, some green beans and things. Oh, okay. But I went to the farmer's market and I got 10 pounds of peaches and eight pounds of green beans and a quart of blueberries. And it cost me $87. Damn. So be prepared. It's going to be there. Uh, another thing i haven't seen since the 70s used car repossession rates double for both subprime and prime borrowers indicates trouble on main street so it's coming you guys all know it it's a big audience you all know it do something to help yourself help your family help your neighbors there's some people that are going to need our help uh and you can catch me monday wednesday and friday 8 p.m cold war radio google it it's out there on spreaker thanks wayne thanks angel be back tomorrow and before we go, um, she's coming, ladies and gentlemen. She's coming. Talk to, I don't know, maybe Trump, maybe maybe she heard us last weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's coming. coming. I told you, man. She's coming. Pelosi going to resign, and Big Mike is coming back. No! Ugh. No! Who's coming? Arizona is under attack. I'm Carrie Lake. As governor, I will issue a declaration of invasion, finish President Trump's wall, blow up the cartel's drug tunnels and surveillance drones, and deploy the Arizona National Guard to stop illegals from entering. 
Arizona is our home, and I will do everything in my power to defend our families. Endorsed by President Trump, Carrie Lake. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time.